hello everybody. Hi everyone. Happy <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. It's nearly Valentine's Day. Oh no, this will come out after Valentine's Day. No, it won't. Yeah, well. No, it won't. Because ne- next week will be. No, it won't. I promise. It will come all out on the tenth. Oh no. No, it won't. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. Yeah. Well, I hope everyone had a good Valentine's. <laughs> it will come out on the seventeenth. <laughs> Yeah, we hope everyone had a fantastic Valentine's Day. Hope you're loving yourself, treating yourself. (laughs) So this is Beth. This is Ross. And you're listening to Big Girls Don't Cry, Don't Cry, Don't Cry. Welcome back to the tea. Got a tea, clink, clink. Clink, clink. Sorry, if our mics go a bit um, weird, it's because our connection's a bit bizarre today. But hopefully, with fingers crossed, it's going to be all right. Bit bizarre. Everything's bizarre to you. <laughs> bizarre. Bizarre. I actually des- I describe everything as bizarre. bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I, I do as well. Do. I do as well. I picked it up. I think you've got that from me. Yeah, I think I do. <laughs> Shall we jump straight into the tea? Let's jump straight in, everyone. Right, I've got the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one is called I'm Getting Mixed Signals. Um, hi girls, I've been seeing this boy for five months now and it's going nice and slow, which is what I want. However, he never talks about his feelings, he has never hinted about it going somewhere in the future and I have mixed signals from him. In person, it's good, loving and affectionate, but over text during the week I never hear from him. Is he playing me or is he just a bad communicator? Hmm... Tommy just rumbled, did you hear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's quite, I don't know, it's hard. It's a hard one, isn't it? Because I think that your true self can never be communicated over text. I think some people just have... We'll see, right? Text, I am so. shocking Yeah. No, over I mean, text. We can all vouch that Beth's shocking. <laughs> and like so blunt as well. Like in person you're not blunt, but over text I'm like, oh, she's a bit annoyed at me. <laughs> Is that what you get? No, I just get like short, snappy vibes. (laughs) I'm just so bad over message. I just don't like message. If I like calling or speaking on voice note, me too. Like I just prefer that that. because like you can get the vibe. Yeah, definitely. Text is just not for me. No, it is not for me. Um, maybe this this boy. Yeah, this boy might be the same. Especially if it's like nice in person like it's just no no bad vibes in person it's just over text i think maybe it is just because um perhaps he's like super busy like when i'm busy, does it say how old it is no. oh, okay um yeah maybe he's just like super busy because i know when i'm super busy i just never have time to like reply to my messages yeah and if i do then i'm super blunt and like i'd rather just call like at the end of the day um, when I when I've done all my jobs. Um, also, you don't know what's happening. His because obviously this is a new thing. Yeah. So you don't know what's happening. Exactly. Where he is, he he might be. I don't know. He might. He just might have a bit of a hard household situation. Mm. You, you, he might have not told you about it. Yeah. You, you don't know, like. Don't know what he might be going through, or whether like he's got other jobs to do, or yeah. 
he might just be really really busy he might be just really busy yeah the only thing is i would think it's like if you're into someone Mm -hmm. like even though yeah i am a bad messenger when i was like first talking to my boyfriend i put all your effort in. All my effort in. Also, when we were first, like, getting to know each oh other... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We used to send... Mess... Like, like 50 voice yeah. notes, didn't we? Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, Put it's weird. In. Like, when you want to, like, actually get to know someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you you want to put the effort in because otherwise it's not going to... See, imagine I was the way I was. I, to, like, get to know you, you'd be like, this girl's a fucking idiot. <laughs> He's a bitch. <laughs> Can you imagine? I guess, like, we had to, like, put effort in, though, because we weren't seeing each other in person. Like, we wouldn't yeah. have met in person if we hadn't put an effort when we were first talking. But, um... <laughs> because like you... Oh, no, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But I think, like... Maybe it's good because I mean you see each other in person, so you have the opportunity to catch up. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like that's true, actually. Yeah. I think people just have different communication styles. Um, I think you need to just weigh up the odds when you're in person together and see how what the vibes are. Um, yeah, but I do think like five months is quite a long time to not know whether it is going somewhere what is it did she say five months yeah she said if you're going out well they've been seeing each other for five months going nice and Mm. slow which is what she wants however he never talks well he he might want that as well like he might want to go he might have just come out of a really serious relationship and he he might not want to get into something deep just yeah yeah exactly so i think i think there's a a a miss you know how people just don't communicate i think it's one of those where you just yeah. need to bite the bullet and just be like look mm. i know but i know what she means because it is scary to ask a boy where is this going because it might be yeah because i always watch tiktoks and it's like if you ask a boy this question they'll be put off by you I see don't i don't i don't i just feel like that's stupid because i'm like no nah, i'm playing games now because like i hate what I kind of things what kind of things does the tiktok say says like it'll be like things that put off a boy will turn off for a boy and then one of the things like when you when you're asking oh where do, where's this going but, but see I like, like well, i don't like i don't like how's that like what i think that's just bad communication also this generation loves playing mind games oh it's mind like game after mind I'd game rather just i'm very straight up person i'd rather just someone be like look i don't Honest. like you and just be like, okay, fine. Because not stringing you along for five freaking months and then be like, oh, I don't like you. This isn't going to go anywhere. Or just like play guessing games. You're like, is it going to go somewhere? It's been like three years. It's still not anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think like, I don't know. It has been quite a while, like five months just to get your time wasted. And maybe do, maybe do. Right. If you like him and yeah. you can genuinely see yourself with the person, mm-hmm. like maybe like you can see yourself in a relationship with them, then what have you got to lose? Exactly. exactly. Because you rather, you rather like, you rather get told no, I don't like you or I don't see anything with you 
five months down the line than a year down the line. Because what if this boy just wants to get in your pants yeah, and, like, exactly. just wants to have, a like, an easy shag? Yeah, like... what if you're just convenience him? There's so many questions. <laughs> There's so many questions. I, think... I if you're, right, you're obviously catching feelings. For you to write this in to yeah. us, to ask this, you're, you're obviously, like, you're quite, you like him. Yeah. So I think... You need to just ask him. Mm. You know, do you, you know what? What is it's this? Rich, yeah. What is the situation with us? And because you say you don't, you like how it's going slow. Make that clear to him. Be like, look, I'm not looking for anything now. Like, you don't have to make me your girlfriend or anything. I'm just saying, like, do you see a future with us? Um, like six months down the line, mm. for example. Like, yeah. Because you obviously, that's obviously on your just mind. Just knowing that it's called, it, it is going, going somewhere. somewhere. It's going it's somewhere. It's not just a waste, it's not just a waste of, time. of time. Yeah, I think that's the best option. Yeah. But the thing, if he's like, oh, why, oh, why are you saying this? Mm. Oh, like, then fuck off. Then he doesn't respect what you need. And I think that's just a waste of your time. Because, yeah, if he's going to actually, yeah, right, Beth, you're right. Like, if he does react like that, he's obviously got a very immature mindset. Yeah, I, I'm not putting up with shit like that. No. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> you're not allowed in my pants if your attitude is like that. Yeah. I like your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can't throw I like it. <laughs> but yeah, we hope we helped helps. in any way. So, thank you. Good luck. Let us know. Let us know what he says. Yeah, I love stuff like that. I want to know what he says. <laughs> okay. Hey, girls. I have just turned 21 recently, and I've never had a boyfriend. I honestly feel that if we weren't in COVID, I would have met someone by now, but I haven't because of COVID. I'm not the date- I'm not for dating apps or anything like that, because when I first tried dating apps, I just found it really hard talking to people online and stuff. My question is, how do I get a boyfriend over lockdown? So she's not on dating apps? No, because she, 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 said, like. she said she doesn't like them because she finds it hard talking to people online. Right, what you mean? I mean, <laughs> it's just, you're not going to meet anyone <laughs> unless you're seeking online. Oh, yeah, how? You're not going out. Yeah, exactly. You're not going clubbing, you're not going to the... Sh- I mean, you're going to the shops, you could could be like a Notting Hill situation. Oh, yeah, t- local Tesco. Yeah, drop a piece you of... You collide your trolleys. Yeah. <laughs> Someone drops a carrot on the floor, pick it up at the same time, and then it's like that... <gasps> wow, she's beautiful. Wow, beautiful. <laughs> you know like, the other day, I know this is so out of like... Stuff me and Seamus went to um, Tesco, yeah. and one of the workers in Tesco, no joke, was in the center of the aisle, yeah, singing his like being ser- deadly serious singing with his eyes closed, like actually singing, like trying, like passionately <sighs> singing. And I swear, I've never pissed myself so much, like, it was so funny. <laughs> Like, I feel like, you know, like on X Factor, when you, the, the people come on and like, oh, I used to sing at work. I feel like oh, he's, yeah, like, trying them. to mimic them people who have yeah. become really successful because they're singing at work and people, like, stop him being like, oh, my God. He, I mean, he wasn't good. 
So that just made it worse. It reminds me of the guy on X Factor that was a Michael Jackson impersonator. He used to perform in as his his Asda because he worked there. Oh yeah. And he was like, <laughs> and then he but he was shit. Oh, Asda, made me be like that. <laughs> oh, have you ever? You know, on like YouTube, do you ever search like yeah. worst X Factor yeah, 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 auditions? All the time, like all the time. Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. So it's funny. My favorite, Sorry, you've just gone up like yeah, massively. Um, my answer is you're gonna, I know you don't like talking to people online, but to meet people or just to talk to people, you're gonna have to. There's no other way. Well, yeah, if you want, I mean, right, this is, I don't understand why you want a boyfriend. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, yeah, boyfriend's fantastic, but, right, don't wish for something like that mm. right don't wish i really want a boyfriend just as if that's gonna never, just because you've never had a boyfriend before yeah if you think you're running out of time that's not the case don't rush anything that you're not ready for or you don't necessarily even well she want. might be ready for and she obviously does want it <laughs> but the, my point is is like don't right i feel like girls think they're complete if they've got a boyfriend yeah you're right you know what one pet peeve i have right it's when you're at a family occasion you don't really talk to particular relatives yeah and you know you've just you you know have a little chat and they're like oh have you got a boyfriend yeah yeah. and it's like why aren't you asking about me why aren't you asking oh how's my uh degree going how's my like whatever i'm hobbies going like why is the first thing you ask about me to do with my romance like my my relationship life i don't give a shit but why if you care about me as a person ask about me as a person yeah being in a relationship isn't you as a person that's just who you choose to spend your life with it doesn't define who you are so don't want something like i want a boyfriend Mm. like you're never gonna get a boyfriend if you want one no because you're just you're just being a bit like you're not going to have any boundaries in place and you're not going to actually think about what you truly want from someone. You're just going to settle for perhaps like the first thing that you that get, you, the you attention get. you yeah, get. Exactly. So I think... And also you. this is how people get into toxic relationships. Mm. This is how people accept like negative things their yeah. boyfriends do and shit, like just taking shit oh because god, they yeah. have a boyfriend. Oh my god, yeah, it's so true. Like so. <laughs> My first serious relationship, like serious, serious relationship, I accepted so much disrespect purely because I was afraid to be alone. And like, mm. you, I, I just don't want this for, the, I don't want that for this girl. Like, you'll end up not having any boundaries because you're like, I need to have a boyfriend. Mm. Like, I can't be alone. So I'm just going to accept being treated like shit for God how many years yeah. that you just accept being treated like shit and just because you're afraid to be like alone yeah and you will get to that point where i think like because you're 21 i think she said um that's quite a nice age to be focusing on On yourself yourself and building yourself because at the end of the day like having a boyfriend is a huge distraction it like is it, oh my nice. god it's nice it is so uh, much effort it's a lot of effort 
not not like we're not talking about talking to someone or seeing someone we're talking about being in a relationship yeah and being in a relationship a lot of effort so a much lot of commitment it requires a lot of um of your time it's hard work invest, it is it's like <laughs> not time, it's not like <laughs> but it is it's obviously nice but you're gonna have to sacrifice a lot of your personal time and your personal um goals to like maintain um a relationship so think about what you truly want like do you want to i think you can have a balance like i do believe in a balance but it's very easy to be distracted is what i'm saying <clears throat> but in terms of your question if you do want a boyfriend if, that, if that's what you truly want then you're gonna have to start by talking to people online because i don't see how there's going to be any other way right now authentically to meet someone like in a club or whatever um i think that we have a lot of resources on our fingertips like it's so easy now just to meet people yeah um over tinder whatever um so yeah if you if 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 you just i know she says she hates talking online but if you just want to like test the waters push your um, boundaries yeah you're never gonna achieve anything if you don't go out of your comfort zone yeah exactly like one of my biggest pet peeves right is girls and i see it far too much girls who pretend they're into certain things just so they a boy would like them like what like oh they wouldn't be they wouldn't be in oh yeah fucking cars yeah first of all Right, fair. If you're into cars, you're into cars. But don't say girls can't be into cars. Oh no, I'm not saying girls can't. I right. Think about right. If you're talking to a boy and they're like, oh, "I'm fucking obsessed with cars," you know, "Oh, look at this car. I watch car YouTube videos all the time." Right, I I'm saying this because Seamus is obsessed with cars. Yeah. Every day, video YouTube videos, racing a Ford with a fucking Fiat. Like what? Like a Aldi, who can win? I didn't give a fucking shit. <laughs> who, what car can win? But like, that's what he likes to do. But yeah. he knows I don't give a shit about yeah. cars. Yeah. But too many girls pretend they're into things mm. just for the sake of oh, the boy will like me because I'm into this. Football. Um, oh, I really like football. Oh, I really like rugby. Oh, I really like gaming. To be fair, I love football. I don't love football, but I like watching it. But do not, you? But not because boys like it i just generally like it. okay well that's fair enough i'm like obviously it's <laughs> yeah, different you're if you're around. it's different if you actually are like yeah. liking something but like if you're no, right if you're mean. talking to a boy and you're and he's saying oh i love rugby mm. and then you decide to search all about fucking rugby and because you said to the boy oh i love rugby too yeah. and then you're like shit i'm gonna have to fucking search rugby <laughs> Like, don't do shit like that. You're into what you're into. Yeah. You know? Like, you're into what you're into. And the boys will respect you. They, they want to fall in love with you. Yeah. As a person. Um, yeah. And But I do think it's, ni- it's, it's nice when, like, someone says they, they're into something, for example, I don't know, football, and you don't necessarily, like, say, oh, I love football too, like, lying like that, but... If you like that person, you're like, oh, maybe I want to learn about football just so I yeah. can spend some time and so, like, appreciate. Yeah. You want to appreciate what they like. I think that's really cute. Yeah. But like not, yeah. No, well, it's like MMA. Like. I never heard of MMA. 
before I met Seamus. Oh, yeah. I'd never even heard of it. And, like, when Seamus was like, oh, I'm an MMA fighter, I remember when he said this message, and I was like, what's an MMA fighter? And he was like, you've never heard of MMA. And I was like, no, what what is it? And he was like, I've never. He said, I've never met a girl who's n- never heard of MMA. Every girl I've spoken to is obsessed with MMA. Did you feel really like threatened by that? No, I just thought fucking liars. Oh, I was just like, there's no way these girls are obsessed with MMA. There's just no fucking way. I mean, some of them might have been, but yeah. I just, I just knew like that's just a lie. Yeah. But I, I remember I was away with my best friend traveling and we decided to watch one night MMA <laughs> fights because we were like what is MMA and me me and Eve I was with we were like what the hell <laughs> I was freaked out I was like Ugh, this is weird <laughs> but as I've been in a relationship with Seamus I have actually become passionate about MMA so yeah but that's not because I'm forcing myself. I've got to like MMA because yeah. he does I've actually just naturally become like this is a great sport yeah but what I'm saying is, is that initially, don't pretend you do like yeah. something just for the sake of it. Just to be yourself. Yeah, what you're saying is, don't pretend to be something you're not just yeah. for the attention of. Yeah, yeah, just just for the hope that the boy will like you yeah. because you're into this. Like, imagine they decide. Oh, I imagine they're saying to your friend, to their friends, oh. I've met a girl and she loves football and she loves cars. Oh my god, she's so perfect. And then you're you're actually have no idea about these things. But the one the two things that you've told him about, he's obsessing about. But that's not you. Yeah. So you're just an idiot. Yeah, and he's yeah, no, I get what you mean. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, that was a bit of a tangent. <laughs> Just be, yeah, I think, just be yourself. Don't seek for a boyfriend. Just let it come to you. And if you really, I'd honestly go out of your comfort zone and go on online. I know you say you don't like it, but, like, just just try. Yeah. And on Tinder anyway, you can put your, um, you can put what you're into and then you can match with people that are into sort of the same situation as you. It's not the same situation. The same (laughs) hobbies as you. Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck. Right. Next, thank you. Next, thank you. Next, thank you. Next. Um, I have no, I have no friends at home. Hi, girls. I've recently graduated from uni, and as you can imagine, all my friends from uni live dotted around the country. I'm back in my hometown now, but I've realised I don't have any friends here. They either have moved abroad or I'm just out of contact with school friends. I feel so lonely and feel sad because I won't be able to have all my uni friends at one place at one time ever again, probably, as it is a large group of us. I never feel I never feel like I belong in my hometown. I never felt like I belonged in my hometown and now I just feel trapped here. Any advice? Oh my god, girl. I'm literally going through the same situation mm. right now, I think. Because like I spent it's hard because you spend so many years. Like I spent five years living away from my hometown. I've come back and like all your friends, all my friends are dotted around the country. I mean, you're never, go- you're not going to be able to see them anyway because of lockdown, but in normal, si- or normal circumstances, yeah. But um, it is hard, especially because this girl's yeah. just graduated and like, as we know, our uni experience was cut short and we, we never got to have that last shebang, like saying goodbye to your uni friends, your uni lifestyle and you just yeah. move back home and it's like, you feel like you've sort of regressed, you feel like you're back 
I feel like, like times I, rewinded. Like times rewi- rewinded. Like I'm. I feel like I'm still in mentally. I'm still in my uni bubble. Like All I right. fully expect myself. I'm always like. I feel like I should be going back to uni. I'm really? Like, I feel like I'm on holiday and I'm like just staying here for like Christmas or Easter. I'm like, when am I going back to uni? When am I going back to my uni friends? Like you mentally, you're still in the uni bubble, but. You're not. You've graduated. Yeah. This is it now. Mm. You, but you're back home. So it's like, where was my life going? Like, why am I back here? Like, this is where I was a child. Yeah. Like, this is where I was at school. And she said, like, she never belonged in her hometown. Like, I I felt exactly the same. Like, I never felt like I belonged in my school. I never felt like I belonged in my hometown really I always felt like I belonged elsewhere and like with a more diverse group of people so I do feel like I relate to this girl so much um I think like from an advice point of view um I think like what's helped me is technology and being able to keep in contact with your friends and especially like if your friends are abroad like you'll know that technology is important to keep you in contact with them and facetiming them whenever you can but there's literally nothing you can do like you've just got to if you if you feel lonely I'd say do other things like maybe not focus your days around your social life maybe focus your days around like your career or like your other projects if you have anything like your family for example don't don't focus your life around friends like making yeah. friends in your hometown because that's just forcing something and you've accepted that now like you you maybe like mm. it might not be a good idea to force friends in your hometown anyway because if you feel so different to them so like focusing on yourself and like getting out of your home focus on that end goal getting out of your hometown um, yeah because that's where mm. I truly am myself when I'm not when I'm like living in a different city so I think like building on your personal projects and your career and like you make yourself so busy that you won't have time for a social life anyway <laughs> is what I yeah <laughs> yeah that's so that's a good point but it is hard like not having any I mean like I'm in the same boat and I have been so grateful that you Beth have moved close to me I know you're not yeah. in my hometown but you're close to me now but I like, mean they're only 20 minutes yeah <laughs> so I feel good because I'm like oh at least Beth is like just down the road yeah like I'm not completely alone and I'm so gonna be is, here for two years yeah so it is I completely understand like I I I don't know what to say like that is it's not nice feeling lonely um I I mean obviously I'm not finished uni so I know that I'm going back yeah. but actually to be honest I'm not going back to uni yeah i'm not actually gonna live in um because i don't see the point because i I think we're going to be still in covid yeah in september personally so i don't see any point going and paying for expensive accommodation when i'm yeah i'm not going to be in uni but obviously yeah like i've moved to the south yeah i mean i have been in the south anyway unless i'm technically yeah i am away from my hometown now But I, but I don't. I've not got my friends. Yeah. That all my friends are in my hometown. Yeah. So like you're Since, obviously yeah. every all your friends are dotted around. My friends are actually in well, my hometown. In hometown so 
it's kind of weird because for me, like, I can't see my friends. Yeah. I don't know. It's different for me because obviously I'm living with my boyfriend and his family. Um, but I just keep busy about you. Yeah, like, I just busy. think keep busy. At the end of the day, there's no point thinking and wishing you were at uni when that's not going to be the reality anymore. Your no. reality is your reality. Wherever you are, you need to make yourself happy wherever you are. Exactly. And, you know, if it, if you're here for three years, what's the point of spending three years like wishing you were somewhere else? Yeah. Like, embrace being I where mean. you are. I know that's not obviously the ideal situation, what you want, but just embrace it, you know, make yourself happy, whatever you need to do to make yourself happy where yeah. you are, Just you just got to do that. And at the end of the day, like, if your friendships with uni, um, with your uni friends are actually real friendships, then you will still be, there will still be opportunities to meet up and you will manage to get everyone together again at the same time because... At the end of the day, if they're true friends, then that will happen. So you don't, you just don't, don't worry about it too much. Just, you can't help the situation right now, but I completely understand. Like, no one really does prepare you for postgraduate life and moving back home after so long. Um, especially during these circumstances where you'd never got to have a, an actual goodbye but that's the situation. It is what it is. You've got to make the most of the situation. So, yeah, I just think keep yourself busy with other things. Don't worry about it too much. Um, loads, loads of people are going through the same situation. You only need to go on social media to realise. Um, maybe not Instagram because it's a filtered view. But you only need to go on, like, TikTok or Twitter to realise that loads of people are feeling lonely mm. like that yeah. right now. And so, yeah. And obviously, we're all going to feel lonely. Like, we can't do anything. No, like, we can't, like, this... I just miss, like, being able to go clubbing and yeah. go to a bar and, yeah. you know, get ready for a night out. Like, yeah. that whole thing. Like, I didn't realise how much I liked it until yeah. we're, we're in this situation. Like, yeah. getting ready and doing yourself up mm. and going for a nice meal and yeah. stuff. It's just so exciting and also booking a holiday Mm -hmm. like something to look forward you know it's we can't do anything that we actually let ourselves like be excited for like everything that we look forward to and we work towards in life has been like just taken away from us but do you know what it does it makes you grateful for yeah it makes you realize wow like mm. we're so lucky that we we're able to do that and one day we'll be able to do that all that again yeah um things will go back to normal you'll still be a graduate but you'll still see your uni friends you'll yeah just be young professionals yeah so you know what everyone's in the same boat like not everyone but you know what I mean? Mm. Loads of people are feeling you got to embrace every stage of your life. Exactly. Like, you know, uni was a stage in your life. You're chapter. not in... It's a chapter. You need to turn that page mm. and think about what this new chapter is holding for you. Exactly. You don't want to... When you're older, you don't want to regret, like, how you spent like, them three years after uni. Yeah. Because that's just, you know, stupid. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, hope this helped. Yeah. Hi girls, love the podcast. I just wanted to ask about further on your mental health journey. You said that you both felt uh, had felt anxiety in school 
I just wanted to ask about whether you think people can have anxiety without having trauma in their life, like as a trigger. I'm 14 and if, uh, sorry, I'm 14 and I've always thought since young I have had anxiety. Whenever I bring it up to my dad, he always says that it's a young generation thing and our generation is messed up, etc. Um, yeah, definitely you can have anxiety without trauma. Yeah, that, I think 100%. that's one of the only like forms of mental health that you can have without trauma. Uh, I think like you can have a few, but I know like PTSD is like the one thing that is triggered by trauma. But, like, at the end of the day, mental health issues, issues, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, um, mental health issues, it's a chemical imbalance of the brain, and, like, you can't help. No. It's it's not necessarily triggered by something. I mean, no. some, th- some mental health issues are triggered by something. Yeah. But, majority of the time, no, it's a range of factors. So, I think, like, yeah, your dad is quite um, old fashioned. A lot of older people have that view. And like we said on our mental health episode, um, they have such like a filtered view about it. It's a young generation thing. But actually, a lot of older people show signs of mental health issues and they don't even know that yeah. they have mental health yeah. issues because they've never learned about it. Yeah. It's always been yeah. sort of a stigma in their generation. So they're scared to admit um a lo- you know more more people than you realize have mental health issues yeah we're all i i have a theory that everyone has mental health issues yeah like, to a degree yeah um but i know obviously there's ones that you clinically get diagnosed for and are physical um chemical imbalance of the brain and some people suffer more than others and have it worse than others or whatever um yeah, I think, like, I had, I've had anxiety ever since I can remember. Like... Yeah, I think I have as well, to be yeah, honest. You have, like, physical symptoms, you have... I used to have this thing when I was really, really young, I was probably... This was my first memory of anxiety, was when I was super young, and I must have been, like, six or seven, and I used to have, like, really, um tight chest tight chest that's what i did properly. yeah and i'd have like, yeah episodes of it and i'd be like i'm pretty sure something's wrong with me. yeah like, that's what that breathe. is exactly the same as me and like you i used to go to the doctor about it all the time and they were like nothing's wrong with you yeah nothing's wrong and then i eventually got diagnosed with um panic disorder late like this was years on yeah yeah um, and no traumatic event. I feel like with our it. generation, we never, like, I don't know if it's the same with you, but I never even heard of anxiety until I was older. No, me neither. I didn't or know what it was. I, I didn't know that it yeah. was even a thing. No. Um, but I think with, obviously, because this girl's very, she's 14, so she's yeah. been brought up very aware from a yeah. young age about mental health. Because um, it's more of a conversation. Because it's more now. of a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Um... I think it's hard because I can like right fit from think about from her, her dad's perspective. Mm. So her dad is thinking like, oh, this your generation so messed up mm. because 
you've all got depression, you've all got anxiety, you've all got something wrong with you, um, this and that. And from their perspective, they're thinking like, you're all ridiculous. You know, when I was your age, we never had this. Um, Therefore, you're all just making it up. Yeah. But what I don't think the older generation realise is that they, as they've got older, are actually, like, they've not dealt with... So if they did have mental health problems, which they probably just passed, pushed to the side, they're dealing with it later in life. Like, they've got alcoholism, they're smoking, they're doing whatever, overeating, whatever it is... And that is because they aren't, they haven't dealt with a long yeah. life of, of maybe a mental health yeah, disorder. Just, they just pushed it aside, yeah. And they're dealing with it now. Like, what? There's so many people. There's mm. too many people I know with alcoholism. Yeah. With like this over over older eat, people. Older people yeah. and. My theory is that the reason they're, they've got alcohol problems, the reason why they smoke, the reason why they overeat and whatever is because they don't actually know that they have anxiety or they yeah. don't know they have depression yeah, exactly. because they've, they're so used to feel, feeling sad mm. because they, that's all they felt yeah. all their life. You know, I think no, they don't have enough education on it, and they've never—it's not been a conversation in their generation anyway. So how would they know um, that they have a mental health disorder? And, and there's a huge, there's still a huge stigma. I think our generation has sort of broken that stigma to a degree. Yeah. Um. Whereas their generation still has a huge stigma attached to mental health mm. issues. So I think they might deep down know that they have mental health issues but they're not going to get physically diagnosed with it because they think that oh people are going to view me differently yeah um and then they feel they might feel guilty about having mental health issues and put that onto their children or whatever and like we said in our other in our other podcast um i think it's so good in a way that you are so self-aware that you know you have anxiety and you'll start to learn as you get older you're only 14 you'll start to learn as you get older your triggers what helps Mm. you um what heals you um because the more you know the more you can deal with it and in my experience from and from other people's stories anxiety will never go away that's a hard no. truth you always yeah. have anxiety no, yeah. to a degree it's just how you handle it yeah it gets better and you learn to live with it it's like grief the grief never goes yeah away. you just learn to, to live, live with, with it, it. Mm. um and you learn to like um deal with it so i think as you get older you'll start to re- it, it's good that you know from a young age um, is what I'm trying to say. It's because then you will yeah be better off in the long run. You won't turn to like negative um, coping me- mechanisms when you're older, like other older people might. Have done. Yeah. Um, you'll learn in time what the best method for you is, and you'll make you sound like you're quite proactive. I mean, you're like you wrote the fact that you wrote in to talk to us. Um, you might seek advice or help from medical professionals so yeah. i think like you will have the tools to help you um so yeah i think there's a i think though 
like obviously thinking about for the the older generation's yeah. perspective like I, I just think parents don't want to say to their kid yes you've got depression yes you've got anxiety because yeah. parents don't want their kid to have that no. at the end of the day also they some parents like don't believe in it mm. but i know too many people that don't believe in depression yeah. or don't believe in anxiety um which is obviously ridiculous but I can see from a parent's perspective, if their 14-year-old child is coming up to them, I've got anxiety or I've got depression, yeah. the parents are probably like, oh, no, why, why have they got this? And they yeah. might feel guilty, like, why have they got this? You know, yeah, why, why, yeah, like, or, why have yeah. they got this? But I do, what do you think about this? Because I am struggle to, I do think depression and anxiety has, in a way, to some extent, become a trend yeah do you i do agree with it to some extent um i think like with social media i've noticed that not necessarily a trend because not a like, trend because like, like it's not trendy to have it yeah, but i it's just not, it's not but i do think that people glamorize it glamorize it yeah is what i'm trying to say um because uh, right people might disagree with this okay but i used to be a massive fan of lana del rey do you know her yeah yeah, yeah. I got put off with Lana Del Rey because I noticed that she sort of glamorised a really weird, like, lifestyle, like, mental health issues, um, depression, anxiety, and, like, she glamorised, like, the Lolita, like, lifestyle, like, falling in love with, like, really old men. Okay. I personally think that's fine, like, if you want to live like that. But I personally feel like she glamorised it a lot and influenced a lot of young girls. Okay, that's Um, interesting. And uh, my sister's going to hate me for this, but I feel like she personally influenced my sister. Right. um, To follow that sort of lifestyle and, like, that sort of... um, She made it seem pretty. She made it seem romantic to Yeah depression or anxiety is what i personally feel that's interesting so i think yeah to some degree um it has become a trend um and i think the people that make it a trend is it's unfair because then it 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 makes it less like serious like the the people that are actually going through something people just brush it off because they'll be like oh everyone's got depression everyone's got anxiety Mm. um you're not special, like, um, you're just doing it because it's a trend or whatever, they might not be taken seriously. Um, but yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I feel like, right, I don't want to be too, like, I, I, I am open-minded, yeah. but I don't want to be so open-minded because I, I do think, to a certain extent, our, we are too sensitive as a generation. You know, everything's offends us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything offends us. So I think if if you have feel like you've got anxiety, maybe, yeah, accept that you, you might have anxiety, you know, try and research it, you know, try and get, like, have some help. Yeah. You know, teach yourself how to handle your anxiety. But I don't think, like, people at that age should go on medication. Right, yeah. Because I think that, Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that it could have an impact for their future. Like, I feel like 
medication it changes your hormones it 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 it, it is not, it's not good. No, no, any sort of medication, like, pres- it's, it's know, not good. Perceptions, like, not good. Yeah. It, any sort of um, medication is going to um, change your natural body dynamic. Um, I would say, like, if you, if that does help you, though, then I, I personally think yeah. there's no harm. But, um, yeah, maybe it's not your first maybe don't go to that as your first option maybe just try i just think like try and help yourself in a natural way yeah and when you're a bit older when you're more developed then consider medication because i do think there is links between people being on medication at a really young age and their development yeah and growth in life yeah i do think there's a big um, relationship in that so there probably is there is i think there is and yeah, I, I just think medication is something you should des- de- like decide upon when yeah. you're a l- when you're developed. A bit older, yeah. You know, like I've always put off antidepressants mm-hmm. just because I've I've never wanted medication, but obviously I'm on it now. I'm never gonna come off antidepressants. I'll always be on antidepressants. They help. They help you so much. Or... Well, they no. Um, I just think like they. I my, I'll never. I, f- I think once you're on antidepressants, you're never off them. You're di- well, sort of an addiction in a way. I'm in a way, but I just don't think like once you're on antidepressants, you can come off them. Yeah. I think once you're on them, that's kind of it. You're yeah. on them for life yeah. because your body becomes so accustomed to having this help. Yeah. That I don't think you can come off them. Yeah. I do think it's a long term. Yeah. Obviously, think. that's not good, but because you're relying on something. Mm. But I think that to put pressure on yourself and be like, I have to come off these. I can't. You, if it helps you, it helps you. At the end of the exactly. Day. Like, don't, don't feel bad about having to have a little bit of help. Yeah. Like, don't. Don't. No, I don't. On, yeah. Like, oh my god, I'm such a failure because I need to rely on like antidepressants yeah. just to feel good or or not to feel depressed. I think stop putting pressure on yourself. Just accept that. You know, I have to take antidepressants. Not it's not doesn't define me. No, like, I'm not anything less because I have to take antidepressants. Loads of people, like loads of my friends, take antidepressants. Yeah, and they'll never come off them either. Um, just yeah, I just personally don't think like there could be worse things that you're not addicted to, but maybe rely on. Or, yeah, definitely. Or, I think alcohol. It, yeah, for example, smoking. You can turn to other things. So don't feel like oh my god, I'm such a failure because I have to take medication just to feel de- not yeah. Um, I think that's too much pressure. We're not perfect. Yeah. No. no one's perfect. No. And it's just unnecessary pressure at the end of the day mm. and you're making it worse for yourself if you know that you feel good on antidepressants yeah. and yeah. choose not to take them because you just want to make it harder for yourself. Yeah. If you can choose an easy way, go for the easy way. Yeah. In my opinion, stop making life hard yeah. for yourself. So don't feel too inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> don't feel too bad about it. But yeah, I do agree with you, Beth, in saying like, don't do it yet because you are still so young. Maybe try and um, find other ways of coping for now because you'll know when you're older that I can't, I can't deal with it. I need something else just to help me. Um, if it's debilitating, I don't know how much how bad her anxiety is because it does depend. Um, I've not. I've personally not taken antidepressants yet because I've found other ways to cope with anxiety. 
Um, but who's to say that I will never, that I won't ever go on? Yeah. Them? I probably, it just depends. Yeah. Like how, mm. because you're not, I'm not perfect. Like one day my, my, um, what's the word? How I cope with it might just go out the window. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll know when you're a bit older. Mm. So yeah, we hope that's helps. Oh, the old anxiety. <laughs> we all love it. Not. <laughs> I wish it wasn't a thing. I, I know. Like, can you believe that some people just live anxiety-free lives? I know. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Your life must be so good or so like. Must just be so chill. Yeah. How do people just not wake up and be immediately stressed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. This one's called My Mum's Depressed. Hi, my dad committed suicide two years ago. I'm the oldest out of three, and so I feel responsible for looking after my two siblings, especially because she's been really depressed lately. She doesn't help with cooking or cleaning because she's too tired, and I'm finding it hard because I'm grieving too, but I feel like I've had to step up and be sort of like a parent. I'm exhausted. Any advice? Oh, Oh. so sorry for your loss with your dad. That's awful. Suicide. Um, I feel sort of the same, um, in terms of, like, having to look after siblings and not having time to grieve on your own, um, or have time to acknowledge your grief because you're so wrapped up in running the household, basically. Yeah, like yeah. Like, your mum, mm. your mum's broken, she's lost her partner, she's in her grief and she's... You, you've had to step up to run the household because life doesn't stop. When you lose someone, yeah, it, no, it, it doesn't. carries on. Daily tasks as overwhelming. Like, people don't understand how overwhelming daily tasks, like fucking washing up a plate or washing oh. up after dinner, having to cook dinner, having to walk the dog, having to do this, all these household chores, so overwhelming. Oh, when you so have, overwhelming. When you, have one less, when you have one less person to do it, you're more than likely to have two less people to do it because that other like someone's gonna be in their grief so bad that they just can't physically do anything. So someone's yeah. gonna have to step up and keep the household yeah, running. Yeah. And it's just that you're the oldest and that responsibility has fallen on you. And I can definitely relate in being the oldest sibling that it just naturally falls on you and as unfair as it is, that's just the way it's gone and I completely sympathise with you because it is so exhausting. Like, you're tired. You've got other things to be doing as well. Like, you've got your own life Yeah, you want to you wanna you're, achieve you're things yourself. Yeah, you're so young and you, you've got maybe start of your career or you want to do other projects and you just, like, feel like you're a single mum of two kids. Like, having to pick up the pieces that have been it's like a bomb that's gone off and you've having to yeah slowly pick up the pieces and rebuild the life and the new dynamic and um you have to grow up a lot quicker than other people like I feel bad because sometimes having to like put off FaceTime calls with my friends for example if they're like or if they're like oh you never have time to FaceTime or whatever I find it hard to explain to them it's because, A, I have a lot of shit to do with, like, my job and, like, 
my um, other projects but on top of that I'm having to run a household they don't understand that yes it might just seem like washing up to them like so what everyone washes up can't your mum do it can't your siblings do it no they can't because they're you d- like they just are too tired and I I'm the person now that has to do the housework and that's my role and that's just how it's fallen and they 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 don't understand that um they think like can't they do it but it's like they could yeah they could do it they could do it yeah but they're not gonna do it like and they don't if, care they don't, if no one does it if they don't know it no one's gonna do it yeah and um, also like i remember when obviously my mum passed away she obviously she she was a big like she was like the head of the house yeah. and i remember when mum died i had to step up and i had to clean and cook and whatever and i remember so often on the time i'd get so angry with my brother and i'd be like why can't you clean the house today or why can't you clean the dishes today or whatever and he would go i don't care Mm. and like that just saying that is just like like so fucking annoying mm. because like they don't care if this stacks of dirty dishes yeah they, no, that no, couldn't they, bother you they'd that couldn't live like they'd that. happily live like that mm. so that would only make me then go fuck's sake yeah. so i've got to do it now because yeah. i can't live like that no. i can't live with going in the kitchen the dishes being stacked up exactly. no, I can't. you know like if you if when you're that's sad or like distraught about something mm. like when you have fallen into that pit of depression yeah, you, just don't, you care. don't care yeah. that you literally couldn't give a shit mm. and like it's annoying that that you are the one having to pick up the pieces, pick up the pieces. it isn't fair no it is not fair but all all we can say is that it won't last forever no. um you know hopefully your mum will come out of the depression yeah. and she'll start picking herself back up. Yeah. But for the time being, that's the situation. Like that, it, I mean, it's so. I remember being so angry yeah. all the time because I was the one like doing everything, mm. and like it's tiring. It's tiring. You don't get time to grieve for yourself as well, so it hits you a bit later on because you're so busy doing other things and looking after other people. Um, it's just the way it is. But I would say, like, if it does feel too overwhelming um don't don't pressure yourself too much to just be like have like what I've done sometimes is I'm just so tired that mum's like what's for dinner tonight or Michael's like what's for dinner tonight I'm like I don't know I literally don't know like I've like I've done I've cooked dinner for the past god knows how many days I've done the menu don't know you sort it out because I'm so tired that I just can't do it anymore so don't be afraid to just don't be afraid to have those days where you you feel like you can't do anymore, you can't clean anymore. Let it get dirty. It's I like hate how it. it's like relied on you. Like yeah. I remember my dad being like, "What's for dinner tonight?" I don't fucking know. <laughs> you decide. You're the adult. You decide what's for dinner. I can't be asked doing it again. Mm. Like what? It's like being at uni. You but know the, when but, like sorry. it's your you're the only one that like cleans in a household and. You just eventually have to be like, I'm going to let it get fucking so dirty. And if still no one's cleaning their shit up, I'm just going to throw their plates in the bin. 
And that's what I did. <laughs> As a protest. I was like, really? I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not cleaning your shit up. I'm throwing your shit in the bin. And that was my protest. Wow. But you know, right? You know what annoys me the most is how you start doing this. And I remember this. You start doing it. You do it for so long, maybe a year, maybe two years. It becomes, everyone becomes so accustomed your role, it your for role. you to do all this yeah. that it becomes an expectation. Mm-hmm. And when people start expecting this from you, yeah. that's when you have to f- step back yeah. and be like, no, yeah. you shouldn't expect me mm-hmm. to clean, mm-hmm. expect me to cook, because that's hard for me. Yeah. And when people expect, when people expect that from you, they become sloppy. Yeah. And maybe they're picking themselves back up and they they can do it, but they expect you to yeah. do it because you're... They just think, oh, yeah. she's going to do that today. I don't need to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And that becomes sort of... It, it's basically like... it. It's just unfair because it, in reality, you're all in the same boat. You've all suffered from grief. No one's... Yeah, like people might be in different stages of grief, but you all need to deal with your grief in some way or another. But it somehow other people get to grieve more because this other person is running around doing day to day life. So it's unfair when the jobs and just daily life isn't delegated fairly. Um, yeah, it's just it's just shit. But I'm just like it just it's just the way it is. But you have to put don't feel guilty about putting boundaries up and just one day being like look I cannot do this today yeah I can't I'm too tired and if you if you're getting shouted at that's just what you're gonna have to deal with like at the end of the day you have to look after yourself you're gonna run yourself into the ground yeah if you're putting too much effort in and you're pouring from an empty cup as well um don't feel like you have to have the household together 24-7. If you feel like cleaning, fine, clean. I'm sure you're happy to do it because you're doing it anyway. But honestly, some days I'm like, fuck it. The whole house is going to get wrecked and I do not care. I literally do not care. I don't have the energy for it. Um, Someone else can deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah, like I... Uh, to be fair, like, my mum's been cleaning the bathrooms recently because before it was only me that was cleaning the bathrooms, but never seen my siblings clean a bathroom. <laughs> I've not. Never. I've not either. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just going to let, let it get it dirty. Uh, let it get dirty. Yeah. You're just going to have to bathe in filth. And I, I think they're it, right. You know what I've noticed with me, right? I, the, I was doing everything for so long when I was younger like when yeah. mum died it, actually when she was even really poorly I was yeah. doing it all because obviously she was so poorly so I was doing it for like 13 mm. to like literally until I moved to university wow. and now this age of 22 yeah I I've become like I like I like to clean the house like, I, yeah. I do clean the house but when it comes to cleaning dishes mm. I I don't know what's happened to me, but like, I just have got to a point where I can't be fucking arsed <laughs> because I don't want to be doing it again. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I've come to a point where I'm like, I really can't be arsed. I feel like I'll get through this phase of like, and I like, um, Shavis' dad would shout at me, like, why have you not fucking cleaned the dishes? And I'd be like, to myself, in my head, I'm like, why haven't I cleaned the dishes? <laughs> but like, I can't be 
bothered yeah. anymore because I've done, it, done it so much so that I can't yeah. be arse yeah. and I feel like it's a phase with me and I'm like eventually like I'll just snap back into yeah. gear yeah. but like I'm I, because obviously they don't Shaman's family don't realise yeah. that I was on top of it. Yeah. Like I was like the you had, one. You had years. As having all that responsibility, yeah. and I've got to this age, and I'm like, I can't fucking be, be arsed. And you deserve anymore. That you deserve a fucking break from housework. <laughs> like, yes, I do the cooking. Yes, I do the cleaning. But also, give me a fucking break. Like, yes, I just want to be chilling as well. Like you've been doing it since you were thirteen, for God's sake. Yeah. That's what people don't realise. I can't be... Oh, do you know what the cheek of it? When I go back home, if I don't clean the dishes, my brother... Why have you not cleaned the dishes? You're so disgusting. I'm sorry, Tom. Have you forgotten about us at 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19? Me doing it. <laughs> like, what? 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 Oh, God. Oh, yeah. we can relate. Honestly, so you've you've it. triggered us. You've triggered <laughs> um, yeah, we know exactly what you're going through. You're not alone. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Older sibling. <laughs> I saw a tweet once. It's my from my friend Ali. Shout out Aliana. She said, um, "It stuck with me. It was like younger siblings should pay rent or pay tax to the older siblings <laughs> because we've had to go through things first, and we've had to like." fucking bust our asses off yeah. for them to have a relatively rule-free life like give me my money bitch <laughs> <laughs> i need um yeah but anyway we hope you, you've helped we've helped yeah um that's the end well, that is the end of the episode so thank I'm you very much yeah same <laughs> thank you very much for listening thank you so much remember to send in more dilemmas to big girls don't cry podcast at outlook.com yeah and if you know anyone any of your friends yeah. if you please tell anyone you know about it we really <laughs> picking people off the street like please <laughs> just tell tell all your friends about our podcast the more the merrier yeah. the more listeners the better yeah the better obviously <laughs> <laughs> no we really appreciate you guys for listening and like help and um, um supporting us and sending any dilemmas that pop into your head we really really appreciate it don't we yeah really appreciate it what <laughs> 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 whenever beth speaks she sounds so sarcastic do i <laughs> oh no, no jokes. <laughs> jokes jokes okay this is beth and this is Ra. And you're listening to Big Girls Don't Cry, Don't Cry, Don't Cry.